So the first guest we've got is uh, the lovely Nicole McKenzie. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really well. Thanks so, for coming in. I understand you were at White Night last night, so you've done well to last this long. Oh, well, this morning I got up early and checked out the State Library, which was nice. All right. So tell us about um, being a good person is bloody hard work. How, how is it hard work to be a good person? <laughs> uh, it's hard work in a lot of ways, but the play covers a lot of sustainable issues, which is why it's on for the Sustainable Living mm-hmm. Festival. So uh, I tried to buy fair trade clothing last year, which... Uh, it went okay. It mm-hmm. didn't go wonderfully. Was it bloody hard work? It was bloody hard work <laughs> yeah. and really expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been vegetarian for six years. Uh, I try and be friendly to people, which can be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it is bloody hard work. Yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah. yeah, it covers a lot of issues. So is that kind of what you found the inspiration for this show to be? It's just your experiences buying the fair trade clothing seems like it might have been a... Yeah, it really was. That's actually what sparked uh, writing the performance. I was sitting in a library researching where to buy fair trade clothing and mm. after two hours I gave up and shut my computer and I walked down the stairs and I was like, being a good person is bloody hard work. And then I was like, hang on, that should be a show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we all have those moments of album um, names. Like that would be a great band name, that would be a great <laughs> album name. I would have had the same thing happen to me. So that is how the show came about. What was the process of writing it? And how did it come about? And why is it just you? Well, it's the first show I've written as a just me, as just a one-person show. Mm. And the first day I decided I was going to start writing it, I actually booked a performance space out. And I sat on a chair. I was like, yep, this, this, is, this is it. <laughs> and then I, I played some music and realised that's, that's not how I work. <laughs> and I needed to actually sit down with a laptop and, or a pen and paper and start writing. Mm. So, yeah, I wrote the script or a rough draft in about a week and then started getting up and working with it and going back to do rewrites. So, so you actually sat down in one session or one sort of long session and wrote it? You didn't just sort of take pieces of everyday life or did you kind of go out into the field and research? Um, there was definitely research throughout. So I started using what I knew and what I'd tried to do to be a yeah. good person and then researched where I found it, that the work really needed more. Um, you briefly said that this is your first solo kind yeah. of whole venture. Have you done, like, what's your experience in theatre before and, like, have you worked with people before writing things or more mainly acted or...? Mostly performing before. I've written on my own. I haven't co-written a whole lot of performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a lot of performing in Geelong, but I was originally trained in, like, film and TV acting, so yeah. lots mm. and lots of auditions yeah. uh, and short films and things before I got into theatre and realised that that's really where I love to be. Why theatre, then? It's exhilarating mm, and yeah. great, and I love like I love independent theatre because I get to do exactly what I want to do on stage, mm. and you're not reliant upon any outside voice telling you whether your art is worthy or not, which is really great. Mm. Now, the piece, obviously, is quite sort of um, personal on one level, and you're talking about your own experiences, but there is sort of, uh, like you say, a deeper message behind it, isn't there? A sort of social commentary, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The whole piece has a whole social commentary throughout it and references a lot of issues or things that people could relate to. So there's a whole section on social media, for example, that I think most people are quite aware of and aware of the political correctness that often goes on Mm. within certain circles. I'm not sure if we said, but it is, it's very much a comedy in many places. Like, it's it's a very (laughs) funny show. And, like, we don't just talk about social media. Like, you really get into it, satirise it, and really incredible like that. Which is heaps of fun. I'm Um, glad I know it's a comedy now. The first time I put it on, I was just like, oh, it's it's, it's supposed to make you think. (laughs) And then people laughed, so I was relieved. What a nice surprise. (laughs) Would you rather put on a comedy that people laugh at or put on something that you hope is comedy and then people think about it? Uh, 
a bit of both. I think leaving mm. a performance with something to think about is yeah. always really important. Um, if you can get people to laugh on the way, that's just a bonus, really. Fantastic. With the actual performance, did you sort of take on a character or you try and stay as close to your own personality as um, Most of the time I play me, but I play different characters throughout and there's this reoccurring voice that I love to hate that <laughs> is uh, sort of my inner voice. In okay, inner voice. What's the name of that in the script? I've been wondering. Um, I just called it the interviewer. I don't know if she even has one. Yeah. Yeah, because no, she was kind really of me. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it took me a while to realise that, and I wrote it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the premise there, she's sort of judging you on how good, she's like literally marking you. On... Yeah, yeah, so she assesses whether I'm a good person or not throughout. So what kind of things does she assess? Like... The play, uh, whether I've volunteered before, yeah. uh, whether I reply to texts after dates, all, all kinds of little things. Yeah, so the tiny things that make up, like, I don't know, some kind of morality. You're talking about all my anxieties right now. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. close to the bone. Is there one sort of faux pas, one sort of social thing you want to talk about in the play that particularly stands out? You know, one thing that you really want to get across out of all the kind of things that make it hard to be a good person. Oh, uh, at the start of the play, it was definitely uh, the fair trade clothing issue and that everybody's wearing clothes and most people don't even know where they come from. But then when I revisited the play to put it on for the Sustainable Living Festival, I actually added a little section about super accounts and bank accounts, which is also a huge issue because... So many of our banks invest in fossil fuels, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is something that a lot yeah. of people disagree with, but they don't realise that they're actually funding this in a way. Mm. Yeah. And of course it is on the Sustainable uh, Living Festival. So have you sort of tried to, um, have you altered the show at all for that or have you kind of... Yeah, so I added, it? I think, three little scenes okay. all together, yeah. but not a whole lot because it did cover a lot of sustainable environmental mm. issues already, which was great. Yeah. Awesome. So if there is one thing that you would want the audience to take away from your show, like the main message, what would that be? Oh, it's tough. Uh, try your best. But if you don't succeed, uh, I don't know. I think it's just that everyone has a different definition of what a good person is. And ultimately, you can be the only judge mm. of that. Sure. Yeah, um, I, I do have... Hopefully, uh, uh, yeah. oh, judge is a bit more polite than my inner voice. <laughs> like interrupting, is it? Sorry. Um, no, uh, just on that inner voice thing again, you've got an incredible amount of energy when you're performing. Oh. And it's so difficult to, I suppose keep the focus of an audience when it's just you. You don't have any time to slack off, to like relax, mm-hmm. to catch your breath. First, how do you find that? And then how do you find um, you know, being able the pressure of the audience's gaze on you for an entire hour? Uh, it's fun and terrifying. Okay. It's yeah. this really fine line in between, I think. And I think the first performance of any season is always the scariest mm-hmm. because you really realise when you get up there, you're like, I'm here for an hour. Uh, Just, yeah, holding everyone's attention, which is really fascinating. There's no, no way sure out. There's that, no yeah, you <laughs> yeah, oh. can't just turn around and walk off. Absolutely. Oh. And what I about the, with the performance itself? So just quickly, so before no, we wrap no. up, with the um, the stagecraft and stuff. You said you started with just a, a chair. Do you sort of built on that at all? Uh, the chair, thankfully, is no longer in the performance. <laughs> Instead, I use yeah, I use a yoga ball for my main prop, which is great. Oh, and yeah. then I uh, included some things that I love, like cheese and popcorn, yeah. of course. Because... <laughs> is the wine real, by the way? Is oh, no, it's apple juice. Uh, okay. Oh. Yeah. No, no, I was just running like, no, that's, that's intense. That's no. method acting, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think we have to wrap it up, guys. Yeah, Nicole, thank you so much for coming and telling us about how hard it is to be a... How bloody hard bloody it is to be a good person. Yeah, it's not just hard, it's, it's bloody hard. And, you know, just uh, before we let you go, is there one thing that you would like people to, you know, how, mm. how people can be a good person? Bef- <laughs> besides seeing the show, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know. It just, you know, news resolutions are a great <laughs> a great thing in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, make one goal each year and try to stick to it. Beautiful. Yeah. 
So uh, being a good person is bloody hard work. We'll have one last performance at Hares and Hyenas, which is at 63 Johnson Street, Fitzroy, on Thursday the 23rd at 8pm.